Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip and commentary. You can't beat the sound of a contented cat. That's why veterinary surgeon and natural pet food pioneer John Burns developed Burns Pet Nutrition. Because he knows the positive impact a natural diet has on our beloved pets. And our premium cat food is designed to satisfy even the most finicky eaters. For natural, no nasty, wholesome recipes, choose Burns Pet Nutrition. Available from veterinary clinics and all good pet shops across Ireland. On Formative, middle school kids from New York City public schools interview a phenomenal collection of grown-ups. Me, like, I don't know what I want to do. You don't have to have all the answers. I feel like a lot of people's favorite topics are, like, interest in their life. That is a really good answer. The podcast where the leaders of today are interviewed by leaders of tomorrow. Listen now at newyorkedge.org slash formative or wherever you get your podcasts. It seems that the guards have gone through statements given that they've pulled out what they believe are errors in those statements, factual errors, times and dates that don't match up. All of that will go to the DPP. The DPP make these decisions relatively quickly. Certainly, this is a very high-profile case, but I'd imagine if there's charges brought, we'll see, come see somebody before, before the courts later on today. I'm Nicola Tallent, and you're listening to Crime World a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Remains found behind a wall under the stairs in missing Tina Satchwell's home have been confirmed to be the 45-year-old Cork woman. And a man remains in custody, but Gardy will have to make a decision by tonight on whether to charge or release him. Today, I'm talking with Niall Donald about the sensational developments and about the body under the stairs. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. They were very quick identifying that the remains found under the stairs were those of Tina Satchwell. It seems to have been dental records used. Yeah, I mean, they obviously had a, a dental records is probably a more traditional way of, of IDing people. It would have been used extensively, I suppose, before the advent of DNA. Um, nearly every, everybody who goes to the dentist has a record at some point. So they seem to have been used. DNA testing is obviously being done, but that takes a, a bit longer. So the, the body has been identified uh, possibly quicker than, than might have been expected. And... Uh, We'll await developments, I suppose. Yeah. Interesting, fresh details of how the body was found and where. Um, obviously, we can't make assumptions as regards how long it was there. But no. nonetheless, refurbishment work got underway on a house next door. And there was concerns over the drainage system, which connects the two houses. And that was really the first thing, I think, that alerted Gardaí. Yeah, I think you you can see there was two tracks to this that the guards um, seem to have, uh, you know, began again, started from scratch and looked started looking through statements and circumstantial evidence uh, to try and uh, look back into the case and have a fresh look at it. In the meantime, uh, coincidentally, there was work being done on a house that had been uh, had been empty for a period of time, and. 
something there alerted suspicions and that obviously gave the Gardaí uh, an opportunity to go in and, and investigate the home, which we've seen over the last couple of days. Um, they clearly had a, a location in mind. Um, it seems the body was found underneath, uh, underneath a stairwell, uh, in concrete, encased in concrete. Um, so is that like the little place under stairwells that people often have cupboards and the likes, you know what I mean? That you'd, sometimes people would have a small downstairs bathroom. That yeah. sort of area we're talking about. Yeah, I, I'm look, we're presuming, but it yeah. is something like that. Um, you know, so the body was found, it appears about in one metre in, inside the concrete. So they had to they had to use Kango hammers, I believe, to, to take off a layer of concrete before they were came across the remains. And it has been reported that it was more or less a full uh, skeletal remains of, of well, what who we know now is Tina Satchwell. Um, there was other parts of the the home excavated, a sort of patio area. Part there of to have been sort of almost two search teams. Um, one of them was clearing undergrowth and trees to the back of the house and in the adjoining or at the adjoining property. Yeah, and they didn't go into. Tina Satchwell's home so as not to cross-contaminate anything that was yeah. found. So they were on one side of the wall as such. Yeah. And the second team went into the house and um, removed the patio slabs. Yeah. And then started to remove this bricked up area around the stairwell. Yeah. And I mean, you you could we presume that they had a location in mind that they, they knew to look at. Um, they've also cordoned off... Uh, a commercial area in Yall, and they continue to search that as well. Obviously, there is, you know, the the body is is found in the home, but they may may well be looking for, you know, tools or other items that were used to encase the body in 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 concrete. Um, so it's it's a huge development, and for for obviously for the the ID to be uh, confirmed at this point, you know. The guards have arrested a man, as everybody knows. He was arrested in 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 Yall yesterday. They have twenty four hours to question him, as we spoke about yesterday. And um, they get a few extra hours. Con- like he'll get breaks, he'll get to sleep, he'll get to eat. That all gets added to the twenty four hours. So really, we're looking at those twenty four hours are up sometime, uh, maybe between six and eight today, depending on what breaks the man has taken. Um, at that point, he'll either be released or he'll be charged. Um, there's no other option, if you know what I mean. So that's, I suppose, the at the moment, the guards will have, have confirmed the body. That'll go as part of a file to the DPP. The DPP will assess this bit of evidence, you know, assess all the evidence in total and decide if there's enough to warrant a murder charge. It seems that the guards have, uh, as part of their investigation, it's reported in the Times that they have gone through statements given, that they've pulled out, um, you know, what they believe are errors in those statements, factual errors, you know, times and dates that don't match up. Um, So that would form part of the case as well. Inconsistencies. Inconsistencies. So all of that will go to the DPP. Um, The DPP make these decisions Relatively quickly, certainly this is a very high profile case, so a decision will be made um, and if somebody is charged, they'll either be brought, they could be brought before a special sitting of, of a court tonight 
or possibly in the morning people can be charged in the station and held. But I'd imagine if there's charges brought, we'll see could see somebody before before the courts later on today. And of course it was a cadaver dog that uh yeah. called Fern. Yeah. Who who actually really got a scent after they started kind of going through the concrete yeah. in this stair area we're talking about. Um cadaver dogs are highly trained, really useful working dogs who um I don't think they're given a scent, are they? They get the scent of. No, well, I think they're the, trained, yeah, to, trained to 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 sniff out human remains, yeah. basically. Um, I don't know if the guards actually own I don't think dogs. They do actually? I think, I think yeah. they're they're hired in from specialist companies. Yes, sometimes from the UK, I think. Yeah. as well, and they have been used in a number of cases. Uh, in Ireland, but I don't think like like we the the cost the revenue obviously have a sniffer dog for drugs in the airports and and things like that. But I don't, I think these the cadavers are totally specially trained. Yeah. I mean I think they're you know tens of thousands each. They um they are often brought to wooded areas if there's a suspicion that there's a body. Yeah. Um, they're often brought out and brought in on cases you know maybe that aren't necessarily murder where somebody has sort of disappeared while yeah. out walking this kind of thing. Um, and this particular dog was brought into the property um, as they they started sort of pulling up the concrete or breaking through the, in, yep. the initial concrete. And, and this the, the scent that dog got, the dogs go absolutely bananas once they do get the scent. Um, and then they're pulled away. And obviously they lead officers. They they will direct sort of nearly the further searches of a particular place. Um I mean, to bring all that on site in the first place, yeah. the diggers, the two search yeah. teams, to enter the two properties side by side, to make sure they didn't cross-contaminate, yeah. um, to have all that stuff to hand. There was obviously more than just a, a kind of a suspicion. You often see in cases, yeah. murder cases, the guardian will go search an area. Um, it usually comes with a huge volume of publicity. Um and it's a visual thing, of course, as well, because yeah. sometimes if it's outdoors in, in forests and that kind of thing, the, the, the scenes are cordoned off and, um, you know, you'd often see it in the news and in pictures and all the rest of it. I mean, this one would have been a disaster had there not been anything found, you know, and it, that can happen as well. Of course. I mean, it, they they tend to rely on uh, human intelligence, as they as they call it in these cases, and people can make honest mistakes and, you know, Plenty of things can happen. I think you see in this operation that um, although it looked very quiet to the public, there was significant background being work being done for a good long period of time. Again, it's reporting the Irish Times about uh, mobile phones and other digital communications being uh, monitored, gone back, looked at again. Um, but I think in this case, uh, when they went in, to that address that they had a very good idea about what they were looking at and where they were, where they were going to go. And it's, you know, it's, it's, there's, I don't know if you've read a lot of Twitter people saying, why didn't they do this years ago? Well, that's always going to be asked. And I mean, we don't know how long the body lay there, but the fact that the skeleton was intact says a lot. It does. And it also says, I mean, the guards have uh, restrictions. You can't just go in, get a warrant to to pull somebody's home apart. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, you know, there have to be there has to be a reason. Something has to be presented. A, a warrant has to be signed off. Um, so, you know, obviously there, there, there there's questions 
to be asked and maybe that's fair, but there's also, there is a reason that, you know, the guards can't just go into people's homes and just turn them over on the, without a degree of evidence to, to back up that decision. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, and also we don't know, obviously the, the body has been, her Tina's body has been found now. We mm-hmm. don't know when it went in there into that concrete um, you know it's very very yeah but that's what I mean about the body being intact um, okay uh, sort of you know I don't know a huge amount about these things but it's unlikely it maybe would have been intact had it been moved yeah but look I mean a period of time yeah I mean, I mean she was reported missing on the 24th of March 2017 by her husband Richard Satchwell who said yeah. he'd last seen her he went out to get a message and came back and she was gone she yeah. left her mobile phone behind her beloved dog, um, March 24th, 2017, is he was the last one who saw her that yeah. date. And that's what Gardy have been working on, you know, yeah, and all of the course, while. Yeah. But I don't recall details around if there was another independent witness that saw her, you know, up, right up to the March the 24th. Oh, I think, I think a big part of it was that there wasn't, you know, certainly in high profile cases, and we saw it, you know, for example, in the Regency trial, because just because we've sat through that, you see how CCTV picks up every movement. And mm. um, there was no CCTV of Tina Satchwell, uh, you know, leaving leaving parts of y'all, walking through parts and not... not on that day or on that, the days before on, that. Well, yeah, or, or in or around that time. There yeah. wasn't a trail of her. She wasn't spotted at a port or anything of that sort. So, that, I mean, that that that's a, a key aspect of the case, I suppose. Um, and, uh, you know, as as this proceeds possibly towards a murder trial, um, that date will, there will be a concentration put on that date and, you know, to try and establish any other independent witnesses yeah. and when she was last seen, possibly before that, you know, she must have been out shopping. She must have been in touch with the family. Yeah. Um, so that timeline could change. Yeah, it could. It could change. Um, I think we'll, uh, if somebody... And Richard Satchwell went to the police himself with concerns. Of her, of her missing. He went on the 24th of March and said that she was four days missing at that point. So the yeah. 20th of March was the time he last saw her then. Yeah. Um, and that subsequently, of course, he he did a lot of interviews where he was discussed her her disappearance. Um, you know, an extensive series of interviews, really. Um, which which I think he was on uh, Ray Darcy on, on RTE, but he was also in. It was in the Neil Prendival show. I was watching um, something uh, they put up again a, a, an interview. He went into the into the um, studio actually to do the interview. Yeah, I mean, he did an interview at the Sunday World with Al- Alan Sherry in the Sunday World, but also he ran away from me. Ran, <laughs> well, um, but you were one of the few that he ran away from. Yeah, um, he he tended to um, uh, engage very extensively. I think he'd sort of shut down at that stage. It was a couple of months, perhaps after the, you know, she had been missing. I can't remember the exact date it went down, but he had done a series of interviews and I was expecting yeah. a similar reception from him that he might stop and talk. And um, he didn't, he, he behaved quite evasively at that point. Um, now, perhaps he had just made a decision he was no longer doing any interviews. But I mean, he still continued to do the odd interviews. Sometimes people fancy certain types of interviews, maybe. Um, and then he took up a, uh, he became a driver. Uh, he was working for... Uh, haulage company 
Um, and, you know, you hear reports about him moving on with his life and, uh, you know, being, you know, four years on or, or sorry, six years on, maybe um, meeting somebody new. And um, so, like, and, and obviously he was working as a haulier, uh, driving sort of long distances across Ireland. So, but look, you know, we more, I think, will be heard today. Um, I think the guards will make a decision or the DPP will make a decision. Um, but you have to say with the with the discovery of a of a body encased in concrete, mm-hmm. um, you know, as we spoke about yesterday, the cause of death may be difficult to establish under those circumstances, but clearly it's not um, you know, it's not it, it it's impossible to say that this is some sort of accidental death. I think we I'd be, say they'll have a good chance of establishing the cause of death with the complete skeleton. We talked about Elaine O'Hara briefly yesterday um, and the reason the cause of death couldn't be found in that case was it was suspected there was a strangulation or something, but um, the her remains were only partial remains yeah. by the time she was discovered. Yeah. There'd been a lot of animal activity. She was left out in the open and there were certain parts of her remains that were just gone. So mm-hmm. there was, you know, the opportunity to see you know, there's a, is it the hyoid bone in the, so in, they talk about, in the neck? Yeah. They talk about that and they talk about, they can see if pressure has been applied to that and that sort of thing. Or or brain a brain injury. As the house itself and Gardy visited the house in March when uh, Mrs. Satchel was uh, declared missing. Um, it was between then and the June of 2017 that they kind of noted this wall had been built to sort of close off a side view to the stairwell. Yeah. Um, so the, they believed that the, the works to that wall, that encasement, as you're talking about, the concrete, was done within the months after she disappeared. Um, and the investigators that had kind of be, entered the house noted it, but um, obviously it wasn't until... No, I mean, they, again, like as I said, people, you know, People are on social media saying they should have knocked down walls or whatever, but it's just not as straightforward as that. No. Um, and of course, Gar, if 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 there's pre if there's action taken that before there's evidence to back it up, it can be damaging to cases. So sometimes these things do have to build slowly. But I think it's uh, you know, it's it, it, when you see when when we first heard there was a man arrested and and property was being searched, um. You just hear that basic level and you think, you know, oh, mm-hmm. is this going to amount to anything? But you see, I think by today, you see a really good job has been done uh, by, by the Guardi in this case. I suppose I feel we've been sort of talking very clinically about a human being yeah. who lost their life. Now, the remains were blessed by a local parish priest in Newall, Father Bill Birmingham, and removed to Cork University Hospital. And no doubt her family are now preparing It'll maybe take a few weeks before the remains are returned to them, but I've no doubt they're preparing to to bury her and yeah, I mean, mark look, her it's, passing. It's deeply, deeply tragic. I mean, people spoke about Tina Satchwell as kind of a very, very uh, people really had time for her. She seems to have been a very gentle, uh, spirited sort of woman. People really liked her, sort of quirky, funny character. Um, People saying described her as not having a bad bone in her body, always having hello, always having words for everybody around her. Um, her family, as I said, have not spoken this week, but I imagine they've been sort of advised not to. Mm. But they've, I think they were quite private people, but they, they, they did speak out over the years 
in order to kind of make sure that everything could be done to find Tina. I think um, they've they've spoken about their, you know, the terrible, terrible situation that they were in where not just not even knowing what had happened. Um, so your thoughts have to go to them. Mm. At this at this time, um, and also just to note, if anybody is charged later before the courts or in the next period of time, we won't be talking about this until the case no, because I mean, because we are legally yeah. constrained. So what happens, I suppose, and uh, is that once once uh, somebody appears in court, the second that they actually land into the, the courtroom, uh, what kicks in is that nothing what can be discussed can't prejudice that trial even though that trial in most cases uh, is is a good year or two, a year, away. Year or yeah. two away and therefore some of the the speculation or some of the talk we have today about how maybe the, the body in this case was discovered all of that gets shut down mm. and then there's the kind of a cooling off period while it comes to court and then of course all of those details feature in a court case and once a verdict is reached it, it you know uh, Newspapers and other media organisations are more free to Examine discuss the, backgrounds. Exactly. And okay. So we'll leave it at that. Thank you, Nicola. Thanks, Nick. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take the Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume the Sunday world if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume the Sunday world responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.